Welcome to In the Weeds, a Mindscape podcast. I'm Pete Brand, Mindscape CEO and co-founder, and I'm joined by our COO, Jeff Bell. Hello, everyone. And our strategist, Jim Buchanan. Hello. On this episode, we're going to be discussing the topic of paid advertising with Jim and learning all the ins and outs. So... To start out, uh, Jim, why don't you explain to us a little bit about paid advertising and, and what I'm talking about when I ask you that question. Okay, well mainly um, what we work with are Google Ads, which formerly known as AdWords, um, and Bing Ads, and Facebook, Instagram, um, with probably Google and Bing ads the most popular, um, and Facebook, well, Facebook's also very popular, uh, but that's a little bit different type of of, of advertising and it's simply to or the Google ads and Bing ads are simply to um, let people know about your services about your um, the things you're selling uh, they can reach new people easy that way and they can also reach their 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 clients pretty simply okay. when you talk about reach how can you tell who it is that's reaching it do you have like the ability to be able to set it up to hit certain people or Talk to us about that. Yeah, Google has really improved their targeting for um, paid search ads, but also it's really important um, to ch in the keyword choice that you use. And keywords are simply, you put keywords in your campaign and when people search that, your ads have a chance to show. Um, Facebook probably has a little bit better targeting um, capabilities but there are also some limitations with that as far as reach. And didn't they just unwind some of those? They took some targeting ability away. I thought I just read an article about that. Yeah, some that they were they deemed could be um, uh, insensitive. Okay. I guess okay. is a good way to put it. But so with Facebook, you can target based on attributes and likes and, and different organizations that someone might be affiliated or zip code or area code or anything like that. Right. Yes. And then with the Google or the Bing ads, um, you target pretty much, like you said, based on the keywords that they trigger the release of the ads. Right. And you can, but you can also target um, interests and demographics, okay. age groups. Yeah. Okay. And so when it comes to choosing one or the other, are there, if you have to choose either a, like a paid search, Google Bing, or paid social, Facebook, Instagram, do you generally kind of run through um, your own kind of algorithm, I guess, to sort of where does a client fit when it comes to um, here's when, here are some situations for social and here are some situations for search. Yeah, I think in general, um, Google fits most, uh, most people pretty well. Um, Facebook, you really need to have, uh, social presence and some awareness on, there. Um, Bing is very similar to Google except with a smaller audience. So if you say for um, on Facebook, you have to have a social presence. If there was a person, a brand new company, they create a Facebook page, they don't have a bunch of likes or followers or whatever, would they want to do Facebook advertising there to get 
kind of their page out in front of people, or is that not going to be effective since they don't have a, a big presence? Uh, that will that would be effective if they continue to to hone their Facebook presence, right? You don't want to just start a Facebook ad and then let your Facebook go. I mean, there's a lot you can do organically without paying for things on Facebook right. too. And if you have a, a product or service where people are aware that they have a problem that and, and therefore they're seeking answers that probably fits better in search as opposed to um, maybe it's a brand new category changer or something right where it's a product or service I don't really even know exists or that I need uh, solve something that I don't know is a problem maybe um, it seems like in that case where you're trying to raise awareness that also works better in social versus search. Right, because a lot of the search is predicated on people actually searching for keywords. So the keywords have a much more important part in, uh, in Google and Bing advertising. Right, right. So I, <clears throat> Jimmy, you and I have known each other for a long time and I've always kind of been an anti-advertising person. Um, and, and not to the point of like, nobody should advertise, but um, one of the reasons I started an agency was because I got sick and tired of people telling me that because 50,000 people drove by a billboard that 50,000 sets of eyeballs were going to see it and nothing was measurable. Um, so I'm starting to come around a little bit more, but the, the big thing that is, has brought me around is the ability to be able to measure and to be able to tell if we're effectively reaching people. Uh, what are some of the, the, the like if you've analyzed a campaign or taken over a campaign from, you know, someone that have been working with another agency or maybe doing it on their own. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you see that need to be rectified right away? Um, usually, uh, and Google supports this too, they support kind of a scorched earth policy where they want to just drive as many people there as possible without, you know, and then kind of weeding them out. And we kind of look at it or I kind of look at it the other way where we want to start with some success and then build on that. And then we can make some tests and, and, and with some other keywords that probably cost us a little less than just starting out targeting everything. Right. So you treat basically client money as if it's in your own bank account. Well, I treat it respectfully, certain, certainly um, because we don't get, you know, we're not successful unless they are. Right. So we want to ensure their success before we start burning their money. Right. Yeah. Because you're, you're going to have pretty unhappy clients. If, if you're spending $100,000 of their money and nothing's happening versus maybe testing with 10000 finding a way that works and then scaling up to 100000 Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, Jim, um, this podcast is the podcast version of uh, your post, uh, Are You Paying People to Walk in the Door? So can you... Talk a little bit more about that. Like, when is the situation when, when you're essentially paying someone to walk in the door? And what do you mean by that? All right. We were talking about um, people bidding on their own company, like branded keywords. And in some cases, it's not necessary because there's no other advertisers there. And you're going to show, if there's no ads, and your company's going to show at the top of the page. Um, it's becoming more common though that uh, that competitors are bidding on other competitors' brand names. So sometimes it it is valuable to do that. So it's it's a case by case basis. So 
talk about that just a little bit because I, I feel like we could talk about that for a long time, but um, part of Google's algorithm for you to be in that ad pack uh, is having a relevant landing page. So if I'm company A, but I'm paying for company B's keyword, um, what is, how am I able to stay in that ad pack if I'm just sending them to my company A site, but it's talking about company B? A good way to keep up a quality store score in that situation is to have some comparisons on your page to other companies, what's different about you, why it's better, Okay. things like that. So as long as I'm, the keyword phrase is about comparing company A to company B or company A versus company B or company A product versus company B product, and I'm taking them to a comparison page or have that phrase in there somewhere, um, that's a decent way, but I couldn't just have send it to my homepage and expect to have a good quality score right. for that. Yeah, that would not work very well. Yeah, those are a couple of things that I see as I'm looking at, you know, different people, companies we're talking about doing business with is so much waste, right? Everybody gets their inbox filled up with these emails that say, for $19.95, I'll get you to number one in Google. And, and like, I'll do it for five bucks. I want everyone in the world to send me five bucks, I'll get them to number one in Google for their own name. So I see that with search engine optimization strategies for some of the organic traffic, and I also see it as paid, where that's where they're putting the lion's share of their focus and effort and money is to try to attract people so that if they type in their name, they're going to show up. Is that pretty much a waste of time? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, anybody, we can do that with anybody. We can get anybody at the top by paying enough money. Um, the... What we need to do with paid search, though, is have a reason for doing it, get them on the, on our website with a great offer. I mean, it has to be thought through. It's um, Too many people, I think, are just trying to build traffic or get traffic without any reason. Instead of quality it. traffic, yeah. You had said something there about, you know, you pay all the money, we can get up at the top. Does that mean that when you're bidding for different types of advertising positions, the person that bids the most wins and gets the top position or not? Not necessarily. Um, there's a lot that goes into that, that algorithm. Um, part of it is history, like click-through history, um, and what people do on your landing page. You know, if people are coming and leaving right away, your quality score will go down, so your costs will go up. But if you bid enough, um, you can be placed pretty high in there. So essentially what I'm hearing is Google gets 80 plus percent market share here in the United States because when somebody types in a question, there's a high likelihood that they're going to be delivered to the content that answers that question. And so they care actually, it appears more than that, than the dollar someone's going to pay to actually bid there. And because they have their analytics pretty much in every single website, they can see what's happening there. So people are going to be rewarded by effectively bringing people to the right content. Yes. Yep. Okay. So you have to be a lot more thoughtful. Correct. Yeah. It's interesting to me that Google uh, made it so easy for people to get in and run their own campaigns. I mean, from a business perspective in dollars and cents, it's probably a great thing because people are in there doing it the ineffective way and spending lots of money. But unfortunately, there's probably a lot of people that don't even want to play with any type of paid advertising because they've lost so much money in the past. 
Yeah, we've run into clients like that before. Um, and typically when that happens, they don't really have a plan. And that's probably the most important thing. You, you need to think about the keywords that you're using and what they mean to the people who are searching for them and what they mean to your business. And landing pages are so important. You see a lot of times that people that the landing page is just the home page. So once you you put in a, a very direct search of what you're looking for and you end up on somebody's homepage, now you have to search through that site to find what you're looking for. Yeah. And um, when we when we use keywords, we take them right to a page that talks about what they're thinking about when they're doing the key when they're putting in the keywords. Yeah, there is no more frustrating thing for me if I click on an ad for something for, you know, um, Grand Rapids plumbers, for example, and I go to, uh, you know, plumbersnational.com and it's like I have to research, okay, who is the one in Grand Rapids now and how do I find that person? Oftentimes I'll land on like the homepage if it's not exactly what I was searching for, I'm back and I click on the next, next result. It's just, it's faster to click on the next result and see if I end up in a more applicable place than it is to try to navigate around a site. So, so what would be kind of one parting tip for people that are considering entering into the paid advertising space? Like how can, how can they go in there with the least amount of risk? They have to know what they're offering. I know that sounds very simple, but sometimes it gets confused. And typically clients love the idea of really broadening out the keywords because we want to bring in everybody. Well, and that's where, that's where they can go wrong and spend a lot of money. That's why we talk about let's narrow it down to 10 to 20 keywords that directly um, relate to what you're offering on the website and so they when they get there it's no surprise they see exactly what you're talking about there's a way to get in touch with you whether it's a form a phone call or if you're selling something that product is right there that they can look at and buy so if you're gonna pay to get some of your website make sure that they can accomplish what they were looking to accomplish exactly otherwise you're wasting your money right and some and you know a lot of thought sometimes is not put into that so you need to think about what you're offering, what keywords you want to bring people in, what the landing page looks like, and you're talking about benefits to these people. You're trying to help because they're searching because they have an issue. They're looking for something, so you want to help. That's great. Well, thanks. I think this has been a great topic. You shared a lot of good information. One other thing I'd like you to share is just tell us a little bit about yourself outside of work. What are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do when you're not here? Um, I, I coach a couple different sports. Um, I like to hang out with my kids. Um, I'm learning how to play some music right now and, uh, play a little cards once in a while. Awesome. Yeah. It sounds like fun. You got to work hard, but you need to get out and decompress a little bit, especially when you're looking at all that data all day long. Huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, cool. Thanks a lot. Uh, appreciate your time. And, uh, I guess that's it for this podcast episode. We'll talk to you next time. <music>